I'm talking about you make me show up to a hotel. You make me get a room for 1200 You make me give you a card because I always give a card. I'm a respectful person. See, the room was 1200 You see? Yeah. And then, <laughs> I, and then the, the, the wedding card's 2500 The you, wedding card's 2500 You know, <laughs> shut the up. Your wedding card was 100000 You you weren't complaining then. This guy. What okay. is this guy saying yeah. right now? I need an edible tonight. Happy April, it's my birthday month. You're on 100X, I'm a narcissist. It's all about me, it's not about you, it's about me. Only me, me and me and me. I'm just kidding. Welcome to 100X, I'm here with Tony, the two-timer, the sleepy head sharp. Talk to me, tell them how late you are to today's show. Wait, I want the people to know. Were you kidding or no? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that any way you want. You know why? Because I knew you were a little type of excited when you told me it's my birthday month. It's my birthday month. <laughs> Guy's going to be fucking, what are you going to be, 34? 34. He's going to be 34, my dear friend. Let me tell you, a 34-year-old, hey, he is just a kid at heart. Hibachi at his birthday party. Yeah, hibachi. I'm actually having hibachi here at the house. It's going to be epic. I got the, the, the tables are coming to me. I'm going to catch the broccoli in my mouth. He's a cuck bitch. He won't do that. Uh, it drives uh, me crazy. He's listen, such a pretty so, boy. Edgar, let me tell you before we get in. Uh, this guy and I go to hibachi with the girls. They ask me if I want to catch the broccoli. Like this. I, they toss it. And you, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm okay. I think I'm going to be. Listen, don't be friends with someone who doesn't catch the broccoli at hibachi. Okay. Th first of all, we were going to a party after at a guy's house I never met. The last thing I wanted was a soy spot of catch broccoli. Catch it then. Catch it. <laughs> and it's plain, by the way. It's before they put anything on it. It's plain broccoli. It's oiled up. It's not oiled up. He's, listen, he's just emotional. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road. Get this show on the road. Let's talk about this national title game. Boring. I uh, told everybody what was going to happen. Yeah, same here. It was boring. Stupid. Uh, so boring. Maybe one of the worst. But uh, the takeaway from this game, if you look at how much of a blowout it was, uh, UConn covered all six games in the tournament. Crazy. I thought this was very interesting. Not only did they cover all six, they absolutely pounded their opponent. Uh, the funny thing to me is that, with that being said, this team was a four seed. Yes. They lost the Big East I, tournament. They kind of got shit on, if you ask me. Um, they deserved a two seed, if you want my opinion. Um, I thought they deserved a two seed as well. I mean, they played uh, down the stretch here in these last couple games. They looked like it wasn't even a game. It wasn't even a real thing. Like I said, when we were going to the national championship, like, uh, you know, Monday, everyone's pumped up. I'm like this. This is the least excited I've ever been for a national championship. But it was the most excited I've ever been for an elite eight. So it was like, I guess you, you trade yeah. some. It was like a trade. And that's often what happens when the dogs uh, keep winning, 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 and then they obviously fall apart. But the Elite Eight Final Four uh, were pretty good. So, well, let's talk about Rizzo. Rizzo had a 70 to 1 on San Diego State to win it all. He did not hedge. I feel bad for him. He's the nicest guy that better's got. I shout out to Rizzo. Rizzo's a great guy. I was actually, I would have loved to see Rizzo hit that bet. Yeah. Uh, especially after they shamed him. Uh, the, the wager shame was not appropriate. Some people had asked like how much did he have on? I think he had 25 or 30 bucks to 25 win. 25 bucks to win. I mean, you know what? Thousands. I hate to say this, but like, 
that's what people should be gambling. Like not everyone should be like a degenerate like me. Like Rizzo's a healthy gambler. I love what he put out there. He wrote a ticket all the way. He had something to watch. They played 30 plus games. He watched all the games. Like it was fun for him and he liked it. So I, I kudos to you. Um, we're going to talk about UConn covered all six games they played in though. Yes. I thought they didn't cover the first one. No, they covered all six games. Man, you know, some there's some graduates from that college. I want to say real quick, that not only it. did they cover all six, I think combined they won by a total of like almost 15 points per game. That's disgusting. So they actually murdered people. Uh, but that big man, Sonogo, was just simply too much for everybody. Too big, too strong. Uh, defensively, they couldn't get uh, in, in the interior paint and get points yesterday. I knew that they would struggle to score offensively as they were a huge defensive team in San Diego State, but uh, the UConn just the UConn team just had too many athletic scores. They could not keep up. We have to talk about somebody that's been a legend for us. It's a voice we've heard our whole lives. Uh, Jim Nance is retiring. Um, I I'm going to go into this. Uh, thank you for being such an amazing person for our generation to listen to sports. But I think I have the perfect replacement for you, and it's my friend Tony Sharp to my left. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would get me more excited than him and his accent replacing you. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate that. That is one of the nicest things that anyone has ever said to me uh, because Jim Nance is a legend. I think you I got choked up yesterday when I heard Jim Nance on his farewell final sign off. It really was uh, special. I can tell you guys right now, the game or games, or whatever it is, because Jim Nance does it all. He does golf, he does football, Every he does basketball. Every single thing. He does it all. The games will not be the same without no, Jim Nance. not with that sound. The Masters this weekend, I'm going to cherish it, because without Nance, uh, I, I just don't see sports being the same. He, he, is, is, doing, that, he is doing the, the Masters this year, isn't he? Oh, yes. He's, yeah. he's incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's one of my favorites, an icon, a legend. Lightning, I love Edgar, him. Lightning. We're okay. We're in a glass box, and he saw a flash, and it was Jim Nance saying hi. <laughs> That's All right, so uh, one shining moment, um, a montage. All I'm going to say is, is I'm going to reflect on, and I need them to edit this in. And somebody asked me, how do you think this year's tournament's going to be? I think it's, I said it's going to be upsets all over the place, and that's exactly what it was there was upsets all over the place the ncaa basketball will never be the same ever again nil money has uh, uh there some people are going to say ruined some people are going to say made i don't care how you feel about it it's going to be different forever so prepare to lock in and just see chaos and brackets for the rest of the time yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think the NIL uh, this year specifically has transitioned the game. I look forward and seeing what it's going to do uh, going forward. But I do expect, uh, you know, a one man show coming out of some smaller schools uh, upcoming in the tournaments and some other teams uh, who are not that talked about making runs as well. I love where the where the game is headed. Um, so there was some, I'm texting my wife to order guacamole. I'm really sorry. It just guacamole came into my head and I need it for my meal tonight. So I don't want you to be offended. Order guacamole. There we go. We're going to continue the show on. All right. Um, we're going to talk about baseball and I am in love with the new baseball. I, I've never been more excited to watch baseball, go to a game. Um, 
Speaking of that, we got to get to a game. We got to get to a game. We got to go. Uh, you do have to realize for those at home, it is a little bit cold to be at a baseball game right this minute in Chicago. But with that being said, we got to get to a game. We got to get to a game. Um, so here, I think next week, if I if I'm not wrong, I think next week Thursday is going to be. 80 degrees. Mm. Yes, we're going to have to go. So we got to look around that. So betting trends that I've seen, I think scoring is up. I don't have any stats to back that, but it's just from the open eye. I think stats are going to be showing a lot more stolen bases, a lot quicker games. And I think I just, I think pitchers aren't going to, either you're going to see a pitcher that falls into rhythm really good, or you're going to see a guy that's been pitching slow his whole life and it's going to go really bad. So I'm excited. Um, I'm not going to talk about Aaron Judge because he only has two home runs and I'm not going to even waste my time on something on a segment that shitty. Um, we're going to continue. On. <laughs> uh, whoever put in a segment about him hitting home runs is just a fucking loser right now. Um, I will, you know what I will talk about American league MVP, even though it's a little early. Um, if, if someone like uh, uh, Otani or a trout doesn't win the AL MVP this year, because Aaron judge hits home runs or strikes out, I'm going to be pissed off. Let's just call it. I hit the home run trophy. And then the most valuable player trophy, Otani pitches and he hits and he plays defense. So you're and saying he he's all. easily the most valuable player. Yes, but then there's Trout, right? Who's just unstoppable sometimes because he gets on the base path and he's good on steals defense. Steals 40 bases, amazing in the outfield. All Aaron Judge bombs. does okay. is hit home runs. Okay. And I and I agree. But if you do hit 40, 50 bombs and they do account for 100 runs batted in, that's got to be a valuable thing to the New York Yankees organization, no? Just because he plays in New York doesn't make him the MVP. No, I understand that. But I that, couldn't that agree more. That just tends to be a thing. You're talking to a guy who doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm like, a Boston Red the, Sox fan. I get that the Angels don't get seen on TV every day. Then you need to start getting cable and be a citizen and fucking start watching it. Well, yeah. I mean, look at a guy in this list like Julio Rodriguez. His yeah. team is not going to be on the main stage as Ever. often. Ever, really. Okay. It's Seattle. So it's I just, totally see what you're saying I get here. very frustrated when we talk about at, at these MVP things because I think the whole system needs to be redone. My opinion. Um, what do I know? I'm just a bust out car. Let's salesman. get into the NBA playoff race. I think that's really uh, the main focal point of what's going on right now. Speaking of what's going on uh, south of here, Texas, Dallas, Texas, is Kyrie Irving the issue? Uh, the Mavs are on a slippery slope. They're they on the verge of not even getting no the play in defense. They have no defense. They do not have the ability to stop another team. And not to mention, and I let me tell you something. I've been a big Luca fan my entire life, and I'm in no place. I've been called chubby, but my man is looking hurt, like he's not looking himself. So I'm not calling him chubby or fat. I'm saying he looks like he's hurt. So something's wrong with my guy. He even looks hurt when he's running. Like he doesn't look the same. Like something's hindering him when he's moving. It's not the Luca that I saw last year. And you can kind of see they're not happy with each other. Okay. I could tell you right now, uh, Luca is not happy right now. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I don't know if he's hurt or what's going on there. And maybe it's the mentality that they thought this was the missing piece to the puzzle. Uh, I've been saying it all along. I couldn't agree with you more in terms of defense. The missing piece to the puzzle is that they do not have a dominant uh, shot blocker down low rebounder. They're very weak with Powell down there. They're not very strong with guys like Maxi Kleber out there, who I do appreciate his game. He 
has the ability to hit shots from the wing, but uh, defensive liability. A lot of defensive liabilities on that team. Uh, but I want to ask you this now. Talk Another team that is catching steam, uh, the Suns, now that KD is kind of in and out of the lineup. How do you feel about the Suns right now? We've talked about their lack of bench. They have no bench. I don't see them beating a team that's complete. I just don't. And now, unless Booker can be some type of superhuman, because I don't think Durant has superhuman him anymore. Like, I think he used to, but I don't think he has that gene anymore. I think, okay. I think he's just great. I don't think he's superhuman. Booker has the ability to go superhuman on everybody. He does. Unless he's playing Luka, because he, that's his. You know he's my favorite player. I don't, I'm, he's not my favorite player. Booker's my favorite. I, De'Aaron Fox is my favorite player. I like De'Aaron as well. Just saying. But I like Booker for the reason that you just said, if Booker gets hot, He's the kind of guy that can score 70 in one night. Yes, and that's why I'm saying they're going to need Durant and him to combine for 70 every night. And if they don't, they're going to lose. I mean, 70, right? How old does Chris Paul look right now? Oh, he looks like him and I should be playing at Lifetime together. That's how old he looks. (laughs) I mean that with love. I love Chris Paul. I love what he's done to the game. He transformed it. He, I mean, he is the creator of the, the like the breakthrough. Like he looks extra through, just, slow this year. Cousin. I, I love him, but he's, he averages like six points a game. If you put eight in there, he let's say eight and scores 15 and you have Durant and Booker for 70. That right there is 90 points. Like where, where's the rest of the points coming? You need about, a I know where the 10. three points came uh, at the buzzer for no reason. The other night out of Landry Shamit. Thank you. Landry cost me two dimes. No shit. These guys are up seven. And just I'm getting it. seven and a half against the thunder. This guy runs down the floor. 13 seconds. What? So was, was their shot clock running out or no shot clock was running out. So he, instead of taking the turnover, up, he just... Up seven, he could have held on to it. You know what I mean? He oh. decided to hoist up a three, put your uncle right to sleep. Everybody wants an update on my Knicks bet. Put me uh, right I'm, to sleep. Oh, that's... Terrible. Give us an update on the Knicks bet, would you please? Um, go ahead. Take over for a second with about the Kings and the Warriors as the potential four or five. Oh, yeah. Kings, Warriors, potential four or five. It's very simple. How quickly can the Warriors get Andrew Wiggins back into the lineup? Number one, the Warriors need a wing defender uh, in Wiggins. They also need a guy who before Hurt was putting up 17 points per game. They can use an extra 17. Uh, I think right now you're seeing the elderly wear and tear of Steph Curry uh, and saying that he hasn't been able to come out on a nightly basis as of late coming off injury, putting up consistently uh, great games. Uh, Clay has been filling the void here and there. Uh, I look for the Warriors to make a run if they're able to get in uh, pending injury with Wiggins. So I'm going to fix the editor's things. He clearly rushed through this today. Um, the Warriors and the Kings would actually be a 3-6 matchup. So are like, whoever's working at better, are you, like, you actually working or are you just fucking like on Pornhub or something? You want to talk about it? No? Okay. Um, anyways, it'd be a three six matchup. Um, if if they don't get Wiggins back, I see the Warriors. Or I see the Warriors. If they don't get Wiggins back, I see the Warriors losing to the Kings. But if they get Wiggins back, I think it's going to be a hell of a series. But I, I gotta take Golden. I, it kills me to say I like the the Kings, and I'll bet the Kings. But I think the Warriors are going to move on. Like the 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 fan in me is going to take the Kings. I would love nothing more 
than to see the Kings strive in that scenario. It's a team uh, that we have been looking upon for a while. Well, that's the thing. I think the four five matchup is actually more interesting than the than the three six. The Clippers versus the Suns. If the Clippers get back Paul George, I think the Suns are getting out in the first round. Like I think they're getting slapped. The Clippers have the depth to put the Suns out of commission for sure. They got Norman if the Clippers coming off the bench. are healthy. They will make the Suns work like dirty dogs. To beat to knock them out in the first round. That I, will be I, huge. I stand by this. I think the Clippers are the second or third best team in the Western Conference. So right let's now. do this. If the season ended right this minute, got it. Let's go let's go through it. I, I don't know what you want me to do. do one to, seed right now. Well, here's the thing. Right now, it, it says one through the, the eight would be the the New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. And they would play over. Okay. So and they I got would news be, for you. That'd be a really tough series. The Pelicans would get knocked out. Okay, so I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying but in terms Denver, of the Pelicans Denver would is put not, up a fight. Denver's not playing like the Denver that you saw earlier in the year. No, but I also think they're holding back the Joker a little bit right now. And they're going to need to because that if he's not healthy, they're done. So. I think that's what they're doing. It would be Memphis versus uh, the Lakers right now. Um, that'll be interesting because very. I mean, because LeBron ain't going down without a fight. If you think that Memphis is going to beat LeBron and play, it's playoff LeBron, it's it's a lot different than just regular season LeBron. There isn't a guy on Memphis, by the way, who can guard LeBron. Not one. No. Not one. There isn't one Jack- guy. Jackson would be the only guy, and he can't stay with him at the top of the key. He would get. He would blow by Jackson like like the fucking pizza man. I'm gonna right be, past. I him. need to make a choice. I need to take a Western Conference team to win it all. Like I need to pick someone and fire it. I'm really debating on taking the Lakers or the Clippers. I just don't don't kid yourself. You want to take the Clippers so bad. I'm I'm very and guess what? What I want to ride the Clippers with you. I really do. I just I'm very torn. Lakers, you and I have Clippers, seen the Clippers, Clippers play Lakers, in Lakers. person a couple times. The Clippers roster is loaded. It is loaded with now it's older talent, but it's talent. Um, all right, we're going to talk about um, the, the 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 Knicks bet. Um, I caught the Knicks at 250 to one. I don't love it as much right now with Randall Hurt, <coughs> but he is supposed to come back at the end of, uh, at the start of the playoffs. Um, we're going to see how it goes. They're, they're, the current line on the Knicks to win it all is 90 to 1 on DraftKings. It got as low as 50 to 1 on points bet. I've been watching it. So my cash out still s- shitty. I mean, it's about half of what I put in, but I'm riding this. I mean, it would be the most epic win of my sports betting life if somehow I hit 7.5 million in total money on the Knicks. It, I mean, that'd be a hell of, I th- they should put a statue of me. I said this a couple times. I should have a statue if they do. Um, all if right. they do what? Say if it again. If the Knicks even win the Eastern Conference, I should get a statue outside of Madison Square Garden. It should be me like this. That would be fire. Or me like this. That would be fire. Yeah, I'd like that. Or they should do one of like you in like a chair, like like a court side, but like it just cemented down. Oh, to the ground. I like that. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. With with that with the Yankee. Yeah, hat yeah, on, yeah, yes. Yeah, you'd but, have to put the Knickerbocker hat yeah, on. For I'd them. have to. Come on, I will be in New York when they play their home game in the playoffs. I definitely gotta get out there for that. I've been uh, promising. There's a oh. lot of fans in New York City, and I gotta go see them. I gotta go see them. There uh, is nothing we want more than to see the Knicks at the Garden in the playoffs. We've been talking about this for four months. It's a sin. I've never been to Madison Square Garden, and neither have I. 
It's like a and that's horrible. To say that. That's horrible. Um, all right, UFC 287. They want me to talk about this shit because uh, that guy Bo Nichols a part of better now, but I still don't give a flying fuck about combat sports, and it's bad for my. It's bad for who I am because there's a lot of combat sports fans. So I've been trying to get into it. So talk to me. Who do you um, like? Adesanya? Yeah, so Adesanya versus Pereira. These two guys have fought once before. Uh, Pereira beat him the first time around. Uh, I do not think this is a fight that Adesanya can afford to lose uh, in his career. He has lost uh, his last fight, now stepping back in uh, to fight this guy again. He cannot this guy lose has this beat fight. Adesanya all three times, it says. Two times in kickboxing, one in UFC. Correct. Holy shit. Correct. So one in UFC. He's got his number. I mean, I don't know. Uh, if I was going to pick a guy, I'm probably picking the guy that's been beat three times because that's probably all he's thinking about. Right. I mean, that's what I would. That's that's all I could be thinking about. There's also another fight on this card. Let's hear it. Uh, that's the Burns versus Mazdaval fight. Again, this is a feast or famish type fight for Mazdaval. I really do believe that. Um, he's older, isn't he? Here's the deal. This guy's plus 300 to win this fight. Yeah. Uh, plus 300 doesn't look that good. Um, Who the fuck is Burns? People are thinking. Okay. Here's the consensus, though. I will people say People like this. this guy? People love this guy Burns this weekend. They absolutely think he is going to run through this dude. I'm not saying uh, there's any relation here, but when I hear Burns, I think Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Me too. Yeah. I just like see him with a little. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, how do you say how do you say this guy Mazidal 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 Mazvidal Mazidal whatever the fuck his name is has been training with the one and only Bo Nickel. If I'm not mistaken, hasn't he? I believe so. I think he's been commending Bo on his wrestling technique, trying to become more of a wrestler. Um, I think it's going to be a good fight. Mm. This is going to take place in Miami, so I'm uh, I'm really looking forward. to Are you to going to this? It. I am not. Oh, you're not going to go? No. You're a big UFC guy, though. Uh, I'm really not a big UFC guy. Actually, in the last couple months, I've been really following for, for the people yeah. and only the people uh, because so we far... We might need to bring on a combat sports expert. Yeah, we need to bring on some combat sports type experts. I've got a guy, his name's Mikey. I'm going to charge him to come on here because, you know, he just, he's been hitting me to come on the show. Yeah, has he? I'm going to charge him to come he's on the show. He's all about UFC? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hit him for a 5G. Hey, you want to come on? You got to pay 5Gs, but I'll put you in the center stage and you can talk about combat sports all you want. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Masters. Oh, um, yes. Oh my you know God. my prick gets stiff for the Masters. That's his thing. Yeah, look at <laughs> Middle America. There he is. He loves it. Look at him. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> You ever see anybody more white? Look at this guy. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> no, listen hey, to me. You're so white, you're turning red. Listen guys. to Look me. Listen to what I tell you. This guy's the first guy to judge. He'll be the same guy that once I let him in on this little secret. When you're sitting around on Easter Sunday, make sure you pop up on your phone. Catch that final round. You're going to love a little action. Thank your cousin later. Do you like betting on the Masters? Yes or no? I think I just said that. That is a yes or no. That's a absolutely. What would be your advice betting on it then? My advice betting on it is simple. I actually, the past three years straight now, have caught the Masters winner on the exact same morning, uh, which is Saturday morning. So uh, what I like to say is watch Thursday, Friday. Let the guys get, let the half the field get caught up. 
Uh, look at the guys, hone in on the guys uh, who you feel specifically play really well at Augusta, see where they're at on Saturday, see where the rest of the field is at above them, uh, hone in on the guys that you know are Sunday players that like to make a run at Augusta. I think that's the best way to bet this thing. I think the best way to bet it is to let Thursday and Friday go by and half the field get cut. Wow. Okay. Um, if I'm betting, I'm taking like, I'm, I'm going back. I'm looking at prior tournaments. I'm seeing any guys that are coming up and getting hot. I'm going to try and find a guy probably with odds in the, in the thirties or plus three thousands or more. And I'm going to like, I mean, I'm going to take my normal bet amount. So my normal bet amount is between 10 and 20,000. I would chop that and I'd put three grand on like three different guys. And I'd ride those three guys and hope that I could just get one of them into the final day to hedge out either even or make some money. That's what I would do. That's me. Um, but I like big wins. Like I, I mean, betting tiger to make the cut at minus 174. God, it feels like he's not going to make the cut. Like, I mean, that's I'm just I'm going to be weird. honest with you. That's something that I would never even think about betting. Well, he birdied the first hole at plus 500. I like, I like that. Those are cool odds. <sighs> he won't. He won't. See, and that's kind of where you have to look at the course and know the course as a golf fan. Uh, if you've watched Augusta year in and year out, you know the first first hole is typically a par hole. Time it's out, that. Speaking of like this golf. Yeah. Like you said, you have to know the course. You got to right. know this. You have to know that the, is one this, is a par hole. Is this like a, a live golf tour versus PGA type of event then? Because that's kind of what everybody like. I'm, a, I'm like, I'd say one foot in one foot out type of guy with golf. Is this like a one foot in one foot out type of experience? Not really because the PGA has allowed the live players to play in this tournament. And why do you think that is ratings? Well, of course. So without live players in this PGA Augusta, It'd be a disaster. Uh, you know, Masters Championship, the bottom line would be you wouldn't see guys like John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, um, you know, Patrick Reed, who's won the Masters before. He's a he's an asshole. Um, he really is an asshole. I met him at Capri over here. Yeah, he he he. He was playing in like the uh, John Deere, or whatever they used to play over here. Yeah, uh, what a dickhead! Oh, the one that they play over in um, right? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Countryside or whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a prick. Yeah, yeah, real prick. Yeah. Probably got a teeny penis too. If I had a guess, this is the kind of guy who wore his master's jacket courtside to the Mavericks game after uh, after he won it. I think you're supposed to do that though. I don't think so. No, no. No. I think you're supposed to wear it on the course, take a picture in it, and then uh, maybe show up to some golf events in it, then put it in your closet, and don't ever put the green jacket on <laughs> unless gonna, you're going to a master's event. You know what I mean? I'm a big green guy. I like the green. I mean, me too, but then when it has like a like the, the United States with a golf course coming out of it, <laughs> it's, we're, it's a little out of my league. Um, I have to ask you this question because I can't answer it for you. Talk I can't, to me. I can't answer something like this. Do you like Bryson DeChambeau? Do you respect his game? And how long uh, How long do you think he? someone like him? He's got some arms. I know that. He's got big arms. How long do you think that he could last in the ring with Jake Paul? All right. So I got mixed feelings about Bryson DeChambeau. I'm not going to say anything bad about the guy. I do not really always uh, appreciate the way that he like pouts on the course. Uh, I think you know you're in the spotlight. You, you don't pout know. on the course. Yeah, but I'm not in the spotlight. Like, mm. nobody's watching. You know what I mean? So you want him to just be different on camera? 
No, I just you want to be. Fake? I just know that. I just listen, fuck face. I just know that if a bunch of people were lined up next to me, I you know I'd, I'd have to keep my composure. You know, what see kind me. Of, I would. I, I actually. If oh, that's you how do we, this. You, this is Happy Gilmore, fucking two point I love this. This guy, guy would be jumping in the water. I, I'm, yeah, <laughs> it's his way of calling me white trash for the third time tonight. Okay. Um, <laughs> This guy be using the Ritz crackers as a ball marker. Cousin. Pick a, picking them up. Cousin. Them. I want you to pick one person and one person only to win this year's Masters. Give me one guy and I'll give you one too. Well, that's not a fair question. Why? Because Scotty Scheffler give is, me two guys. is world's number one golfer. Give me two guys then. He's playing hot out of his mind. Uh, I can't see him almost not winning this thing, although golf is the hardest sport in the world. Um if I had to pick a guy that I'd like to see win this tournament that plays extremely well at Augusta year in and year out, uh, never quite makes it, I would pick Tony Fina. Wow, I was staring tournament. at his name. Yeah, I would pick him. Look at me. I was staring at his name. I swear to God, I was Tony's staring at Tony's such a good person. Uh, he needs to win a, a tournament like this. He needs to win a major. His family is going to be there. I watched a ton of stuff on this guy. I would love to see him win. I truly would. Uh, he, he is infamous for playing well at this course. I would personally take after, since he took my number one, I'm going to take Dustin Johnson because anyone banging Wayne Gretzky's daughter deserves to fucking win another Masters tournament. That's all I know about golf, bro. That's all I know. That's all I got. I'll tell you what. I could promise you on this Easter Sunday coming up, you will be betting golf. I could guarantee it. There's not going to be dick on. You'll be watching with an this, MLB game. Screen, game yeah. six of 162. With this You're going to want some final action, some final round action. I know your mother is going to be watching this fucking she thing loves, closely. She loves watching the You'll have it on. You'll be betting. Yeah. Uh, wedding culture talk. Um, <coughs> someone mentioned that uh, this is an awesome time for sports, and I, I do agree, especially if you're a golf fan. I mean, this is a big weekend for you. Um, Mikey Locks was caught sweating a, a bet at a wedding. I had minus two. At Strasser's wedding, to be exact. It, it actually, said congratulations, uh, Jake Strasser, on your wedding, um, cousin. We love you. So I, I admire for when he Strasser. I love you, but you're whipped now. It's over. I can't even congratulate you. Your life's over. Oh, he's got to go right to the whip um, shit all the time. Yeah, because you're whipped. I'm not whipped. Yeah, he, she is the king of the castle. Your balls hurt. I literally have a great, great relationship. I know exactly where I'm at in this relationship. Don't talk about being You sound really defensive. When when are the worst sports calendar moments to have a wedding on? You go first. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I would never show up. I am going. Let the record show. Anybody who watches this, any friend of mine, any family member, you ever have your wedding on Super Bowl Sunday, you will not see your uncle. I will send a beautiful, generous envelope, but don't expect to see me in person. Um, I would say that the worst time would probably be, well, I, I say this, I say this with respect. If you have a wedding on New Year's Eve, your mom's a hoe. I mean it. Like, I've had family members do this, and I hope they see the clip. I do, because that's how I felt when you scheduled it. Look at you. <laughs> look at your face. 
I, I just think that you're a terrible human being. <laughs> like you had to make the New Year's Eve all about you. I got kids. I got a bunch of shit to plan. I finally get a night with my wife to go out. And then you're like, nope, you're going to be in a suit topped up tight. And you're going to have to pay to come to the hotel. <laughs> and you're going to have to grease me 2500 too. Like, I'm sorry. I just like, it's just like a very narcissistic thing for hey, someone to do. Let me tell you, when you see a narcissist and you know what, it's this guy right here. This guy's betting 250000 on a game. He's talking about the $25 family at the hotel. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you make me show up to a hotel. You make me get a room for 1200 You make me give you a card because I always give a card. I'm a respectful person. See, the room was 1200 You see? Yeah. And then, <laughs> I, and then the, the, the wedding card's 2500 The you, wedding card's 2500 You know, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Your wedding card was 100000 you asshole. You weren't complaining then. This guy. What okay. is this guy saying yeah. right now? I need an edible tonight. Um, but no, as an attendee, are you mad? Or if you, Wait, if you're the bride and the groom, are you mad at somebody tracking their bets at your wedding? No. Can I tell you, if I was the groom, I'd be like, I got action on the same shit. What were you at? Absolutely not. Why would I give a fuck? Um, absolutely not. I'd be cheering on for who's ever got what. I will tell you this. I don't have like the, the, I don't have a wedding example. I have wheeled home bets at a wedding with no shame, no remorse. And I'm not sorry. Um, but <laughs> I would say like, the, I told the story about the baptism. I told us, I, I, I will tell you my lowest low, my lowest low. I was at a funeral and <laughs> I feel like a terrible human. Come on. I was at a, I was at a funeral. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And the guys, the funeral I was at, the guy was a gambling fan. So I didn't feel as bad. Okay. So his favorite team was the Chicago Cubs. So I bet the Cubs the night of his funeral because I said, there's no shot that they my lose. guy goes down. And you know what? The Cubs won. So I he hit one for the, what is it? Hit one for the Gipper or whatever they call it. I know. I wheeled home a bet at wow. a funeral. And I, did, I, I, didn't leave the, I didn't leave the wake until the win. Honey, I know, I know it would be a great tribute. If I bet the Cubs. Yeah. Because Stevie loved the Cubs. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. That's what happened. <laughs> and I have no shame. Um, okay. I feel like a terrible human. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to, we're going to square this show up. <laughs> Responsible gaming. <laughs> Springtime is fun. Uh, there's golf tournaments. There's baseball games. There's NBA futures coming on. NBA playoffs coming on in mid-April. Let me tell you something. There's always a game on the next day, and I'm guilty of this too. If you lose a bet, doesn't mean you need to chase the next game. Wait for a game you love. Make sure, or don't gamble at all, because I'm cool with that too. Responsible gaming is important. I say this, and I stress it. I mean it with everything. It's almost my number one thing I preach to people that follow me or are in my Telegram chat. Like, bet smart. Only bet with money you can afford to lose. And you know what? Don't bet at funerals. Like, don't do that. <laughs> You got anything to say? Give me a responsible hey, gaming you, read. You know what? Come on, give me. A, I want to hear your responsible gaming read. You want to hear a uh, responsible gaming? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it's springtime. There's many tournaments, many conference championships, uh, just sports throughout. Uh, I couldn't have- <laughs> get him, Jim Nance. Get him. Come on, do a professional. Lock in. You want to see me do a professional? professional. Go. All right, you ready? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, springtime going on, lots of fun taking place. Please always remember to gamble responsibly. This is so long from myself, Marco Hollywood Pomani.
This is Jim Nance. I'm going to give you mine. Responsible gambling, responsible gambling is important <laughs> because at the end of the day, people like him and people like me, we do this for a living. And we enjoy it. We love watching sports. And it's not just about this bet. It's about the game. You don't have to watch a game and you don't you don't have to watch a game and bet a game. You can just watch a game. You don't need to put money out there. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be happy. And if it upsets the wife, talk to her about it. Come up with a happy medium and make sure you stay healthy. Everyone, this is Marco Hollywood Pomani next to Tony Sleepyhead, two-timer, three-timer, <laughs> three-team minus 500 parlay sharp. And we're going to round this show up. I love you. And it's been an absolute pleasure tonight. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline Network at 1-800-522-4700. Or visit ncpgambling.org for confidential help.